How can socially conscious people like us, how can we fix our broken financial system that currently favors big banks, traditional corporations, and the super rich to a system that looks out for us average American citizens without using politicians or regulations? This is the question we ask on the Crowd Effect podcast. I am your host, Paul Lovejoy, activist investment advisor at Stakeholder Enterprise. So last episode, I talked about woke investing and how really it's ESG investing. And ESG investing is more or less just greenwashing uh, investing, making people feel like they're actually doing something. Uh, but in the end, it really doesn't do anything because ESG investing, you're investing into publicly held corporations that are constantly under this pressure to increase their profits every quarter. Um, so, uh, this is what, uh, a lot of conservative, uh, politicians were blaming the SVB banking crisis on, on this woke investing, uh, which I talked about. And obviously this isn't that, that wasn't the case at all. Um, uh, now on the other side of the aisle, progressive politicians are saying, uh, the cause of SVB banking, uh, the, the collapse was due to 2018 um, deregulations of the Dodd-Frank Act, which was passed after the 2008 financial crisis. Uh, well, uh, this doesn't pass the sniff test as well. Um, one of the authors of the Dodd-Frank Act, Frank, Barney Frank, um, he says that this has nothing to do with the, the deregulations. Um, uh, not only that, uh, what were the de deregulations uh, about? Well, it was essentially saying that uh, banks, these mid-sized banks, uh, shouldn't be held under the same standards as these big banks because um, they're not uh, going to cause a systemic collapse in our financial system like the big banks did. Now, this has played out for uh, over a few weeks. And no, um, the collapse of SVB Bank did not create uh, a, a financial collapse. Um, and so these these the, the deregulations doesn't appear that it had really anything to do uh, with with the collapse. Now, could there be regulations on these mid-sized banks to prevent uh, it from them collapsing? Yes, absolutely, there could be, uh, but. There are certain problems with regulations that uh, increase the costs of the operation, the operational costs of banks. It's 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 expensive to adhere to these uh, banking regulations. Now you may be saying, "Well, good, we 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 need to be looking out for these banks uh, because they can't be, uh, you know, doing this this inappropriate behavior." Uh, of uh, and just it wasn't really inappropriate. It was just kind of reckless and and not really thought out. Uh, buying these these long term bonds and when inflation hits, then they had to sell these assets at a deep discount just to cover the withdrawals. The other big problem was all this uninsured uh, deposits. You know, you you have all these tech companies putting in money over the two hundred fifty thousand uh, dollar. Um, uh, insured amount, which, you know, you're, that is alone is going to lead to bank runs when you have anything over that, um, especially a lot of, of uh, businesses that had that. So 
these are these are uh, problems um, that really, yeah, can they be regulated? Yes, but but what happens is is when banks um, get regulations put on them, uh, they're they end up looking they're they're still under this pressure to uh, increase their profits every quarter. That doesn't change. It just makes it harder for them to do that with the regulations. And so what they end up doing is they end up charging these. Uh, increasing their fees to their customers, uh, making it more expensive. Um, you know, oftentimes uh, you can look at um, uh, the the violation tracker project. They show how the banks, you know, respond by offering toxic securities and and uh, uh, traditional banking violations. Um, you know, just abusing their customers uh, to be able to uh, pay for these. Uh, fees and, and, and regulations. So uh, the regulations have their own problems. I understand why we should have them because we, we can't have banks defrauding our, our, our public. So this it's just a cycle that just never ends. And uh, there's a great option for all of us to not be in this cycle. It's to put our money into a credit union. Uh, they're nonprofit. They're not under this pressure. And any uh, revenue that they generate over their expenses, they pump right back into the credit union, uh, which is great for the community. Um, ultimately, financial crisis happens when there's a concentration of wealth and power. And that's what big banks have. Even these mid-sized banks can have that. Um, you know, it, it wasn't up to uh, it was just really one guy. And you can also say, well, there was 12 board members. Okay. It was up to just 12 people to decide where, uh, they were going to invest their money. Uh, you know, and they decided to put in these long-term bonds, which turned out to be a horrible idea when inflation happened. Um, not only that, we're, we're trying to control something that we really have no control over when it comes to, uh, regulations. Um, ultimately the world works with supply and demand. And uh, right now, there's a demand that we do something to stop banks from, from failing. And so uh, we have this increased supply of regulations uh, because we're, we're depending on politicians to, to do something. And so that's what happens, just this increase in supply of regulations because we want banks to do something. Instead, uh, if, if we take responsibility for ourselves, and not blame others uh, about doing uh, something, uh, then we can actually have the mental bandwidth to come up with solutions. If you're just blaming somebody, then uh, nothing gets solved because the person you're blaming or the entity you're blaming, they don't wanna take the blame, so they're gonna blame somebody else. And so nothing happens to get solved because your mind is just full of, it's their fault. There's always something we can do to, to make a difference. And taking responsibility is not taking blame. It's, it's just allowing your brain to say, hey, I can do something about this. Um, and that, uh, and by doing something about that, then, then the market will react to, to us doing something. Uh, for example, uh, like I said, if you take responsibility and say, hey, I'm gonna put my money into a credit union because they're nonprofit, they're not under this pressure to constantly increase their profits every uh, quarter. Um, and uh, it, it, they're, they're smaller, it's decentralized uh, wealth. 
um, because the the community their communities serve uh, you know banking for for the communities and so it's it's a totally different approach and and that would certainly help uh, solve the problem. Um, the other thing is um, uh, there's an opportunity now for for further decentralization of wealth and power through something called crowd lending. Uh, this is where regular people uh, become lenders. Um, this is there's there's crowd lending platforms, you know, where you could uh, lend as little as ten dollars per loan. Uh, so it it's it, it's available to all of us now, and it 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 allows instead of just twelve people saying, "Hey, we should we should put our money here," uh, it, it allows you know thousands and and millions even of people to say hey we should put our money here 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 and it's it's just spread out so so much and ultimately if we want to prevent a financial crisis this is what we need to do is decentralize this wealth and and power and and give it back to us because now it's it's a shared responsibility it's it's shared wealth shared power and there is no regulations that need to be uh, need to happen uh, and, uh, because there, 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 there's no need to, uh, uh oversight a, a bank when, when, when people are, are, are solving the problems on, on their own. And that's what crowd lending does. It, it, it allows for a redistribution of wealth through the market, not through taxing or, or anything like that, taking money from one person and, and 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 trying to give it to somebody else uh, but this is through the market and it's a way for just regular people to also increase their wealth it's a crowd lending is a diversified approach uh you know with a thousand dollars at ten dollars per loan you could be in a hundred different loans that's and then you talk about ten thousand dollars you're now you're talking about bank level diversification um uh that 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 can happen so a crowd lending is a way to uh, decentralize uh, the wealth and power. And also, it, it when we're sol solving our own problems, then we're not looking to politicians to solve our problem for us. And when that happens, now we're taking away their power and giving it to us. I mean, ultimately, that's what we want. We want to have uh, the power uh, ourselves instead of like relying on politicians. I mean, don't you think something's wrong when you're saying, oh, there's so much depending on this election. I, I find that's a big problem that this one election is so important. Uh, we're giving our power away to, to politicians to solve problems and they're not, they're just blaming each other. It's just this constant blaming. By accepting responsibility, that's how you be the change. Uh, by asking politicians to do something, they're gonna pass a law to try and force the change. That's what they're doing with the regulations. They're forcing change on banks. And I understand it. We can't have banks defrauding people, uh, but let's take our money away from the banks and, and put them into credit unions. It's, it's a, uh, a, a, much e a much more thoughtful process. Yes, it's, it's not as easy to do that. It, and it takes uh, individuals, but um, you know, uh, a waterfall st starts with, with one drop. You know, you know, how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? You know, it, it, it's a different approach. It's 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 a, an approach of, of, you know, people who used to build these cathedrals, these architects, they knew that they were going to die before it was completed, yet they started the project anyways. 
Uh, and that's kind of like what we have to do. We just have to say, hey, I care about the the people, the future generations. I care about my kids. I care about my grandkids. I care about my grandkids' grandkids. And this is why uh, I'm going to choose to to become a crowd lender. My name is Paul Lovejoy. I am a crowd investor, and I see you are one too.